Hilchus Machos Asurim Perik Shvi Halacha Aleph. Today's Perik deals primarily with the issue of Chelav, of forbidden fats. Ha'Eichel, because this is page four eighty-eight in the one-volume Rambam and Perik Zayin. Ha'Eichel, because Chelav. And this is three fifty-one, chapter seven. Ha'Eichel, because Chelav is personally it's a Kazayas of forbidden fat, and we'll describe soon which fats are usher, which fats are not usher. Based on purpose, Chayev Kars is Chayev Kars. Yesterday he said Dumb. Yeah, no, so, so, so that, right, right. I talked about the very beginning of the shiro, but let's let's do this parak first. One second. If he eats, but basically the Torah says oichel dam. So eat. The Torah describes it as eating. It's a liquid. Right, but the Torah nah, says the terminology the because the Torah uses the terminology of oichel. That's what we apply the principle of kezayis. I said it yesterday. Somebody who eats. No, 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 no. If you drink a kezayis, also. If somebody eats a kezayis of forbidden fat, made on purpose, chayiv karis is chayiv karis. B'sheig, if it's unintentional, for example, he thought it was permitted, or he didn't know the halacha. Maybe chatas kavur. He brings a chatas which is established, as opposed to a chatas which fluctuates based on your financial status. This chatas is always the same, the same type of animal, the same type of status. The terrorist says very clearly, he's only chayiv if he eats the types of fats from the three following types of kosher, um, uh, uh, pure kosher domesticated animals. Remember, it says, the chayiv of an ox, a sheep, or a goat. It's irrelevant if the animal was shechted, it's irrelevant if it was shot in the head with a bullet, or it died naturally. The chayiv is also not other types of animals besides these three who are domesticated, or bechalal all non-domesticated animals like deer, bain to maybe whether they're kosher or not kosher. Chalbakshedar the chelav is kosher. Now, of course, uh, pig's chelav is not allowed to be eaten, but the point is, it's not chelav. It doesn't have the status of the isra of chelav, so it's not kosher. It's just a regular lav. A miscarried fetus of these three types of animals: an ox, a lamb, or a goat, a sheep or a goat. the Chalev has the same status as the flesh. Therefore, because a, a, a miscarried fetus is considered a dead animal, of its Malchus for eating non-kosher meat, not because of Chalev. So, so it's not a of Karis. It's a different life. So eating, eating the meat of a pig or of this miscarried fetus or eating the Chalev is the same thing. It's the same life. Why does Chatev kill I said, the, I said it before, it's a chattas which is established regardless of your financial status. Some chattas, depending on how rich or poor you are, it changes. Kermel of a year. This is not one of those. This is a regular chattas. Base. A person who eats from the forbidden fat of an animal that died naturally or it's treifa. Again, we said you chayev for chayev. And you chayev for the additional issue of treifa. Now, even though usually ain is a chal iser, so once it's already usher from its birth, for the issue of chalev, why does it become usher for treifa as well? When, or, or when the animal dies. Its flesh was previously permitted. If you reject it. Then when it dies, it becomes treifa, the flesh becomes usher. So once the Isser is able to take hold of the of the of the meat, Isser Maisif, so to speak, so it's able to sneak in the Khalev as well. The time. Therefore, for the Khalev, you have two problems now, two Malkasin. One for the Khiv Kars of Khalev, and one for the regular lav of non kosher of a non of an of a of a of an avail, of a dead animal. Or trefa. In other words, normally we say once the, it's also for Nevela, let's say, for for Khalev, excuse me, nothing another Isser can't be piled on top of it. One of the exceptions to that rule is, is if when you try to pile the second iser, you're able to it, it incorporate encompasses things that were before permitted. So because you're not just putting the iser of the on the, on just the chaylev, it goes from the entire animal when the animal dies. 
So it encompasses the chilev as well. If you try to put a second iser on the chilev alone, we say no, the chilev is already aser. He doesn't have space for another iser. But because. Exactly, because that, that, that includes that. So he's able to sneak in the chilev, so to speak, as well. And therefore, you're aser, it's aser for both now. Gimel, that's called the iser maisif in the Ramos terminology. The animal you find the fetus inside. The chilev of that fetus is mutter. Even if, it, if it's alive. The reason why it's mutter, it's like a limb of the mother's animal. So this, this shalil, of course, you can eat it without shechting it. And therefore, the, its chilev is not considered independent. It's just a limb, a limb of the mother. And the only one chilev for animals, so to speak, is aser. So the chilev on the, in the parts of the animal, the chilev in the part of the animal inside the womb, in, on the fetus, that's not aser. However, if it's alive and it's a full gestation period and the animal is in and out, it's regular, it's, it's, it's its own animal. Even though we said it doesn't require a shechita because it didn't walk on the ground. So in terms of that aspect, it's part of the mother. Because it's already a finished product, so to speak. It had a full nine months and it's alive. The chilev is aser. And it's like a regular animal. You have to remove all these type of different uh, tissues and membranes. We're going to say soon. It's like a regular animal for as far as chilev is concerned, it's like a regular animal. As far as shechita is concerned, it's not a regular animal. You don't need to shecht it. As far as, as, far as chilev is concerned, it is a regular animal. Dalit. If you stick your hand into the animal's womb of a pregnant animal and you cut off a piece of the chilev from the, from the fetus, and we're talking about a fetus that's full term, and you remove it out of the animal, then you chayah for it as if you cut it off from the mother itself. If you shech the animal and find the baby inside it, we said that you're higher for the chilev. Over here, the chidashi is you didn't even shech the animal. You put it inside the animal and you cut the chilev itself off. Still, you're higher as if it's regular chilev, even though it's from a part of the mother. It's like you would think, well, in this case, it's not, it's not, part, it's not the baby's chilev. It's the mother's chilev. It's the mother's chilev in her womb on the baby because the baby's still inside. Still, we say no, it's regular chilev, chayev kars. Shechadashim, him, goyim, and the chilev. The fact that the baby goes full term, nine months for a big animal, five months for a small animal, that makes the chilev usher. <coughs> hey. Because here it gets a little technical. There's three types of chilevs, which is chayev karas for them. Chilev shalak kerev, the chilev which is on the digestive organs, and we're going to say in Malach what that is exactly. And the chilev on the two kidneys. And the chilev on the sides, the flanks. Again, Halach will explain more about that. However, the fat tail of the lamb, that you're allowed to eat. Yeah, but that's outside. That's the tail outside of the lamb. Good, good, fine. So why, why should that be brought in over here? We're talking about chaylev is what covers the inner organs. That's so a, we, that's uh, you know that because you were just parak last year. We didn't describe all these yeah. details. One second. The, this, this is fat that's But hanging. the tire calls it chaylev. That's the point. One second, one second. Yeah, it's, Let, a fatty, it's a fatty tail. But the tire calls it chaylev. The tire uses that lush and chaylev by that tail. And still we're saying it's mutabachilo. It's only called chilev, referencing the halachas of karbonus. So to speak, in quotations. Like you call it to chalavim, you apply it to chalavim fat, to, um, um, to, the, uh, to the kloyes, the kidneys themselves, the calls them fat, even though davish not chilev. And the, uh, the, the, the part of the liver, it's the lobe of the liver, it sticks out over there. It's also called chilev in the Torah. Then you come as far as Kabbalah is concerned. But as far as chilev is concerned, it's not called chilev. And now I'm going to give you more examples. Like you say, chilev or it's the fat of the land. The chilev kliyas chita. The fat of the wheat. Shutayvim, which is the, means it means the best. The choiciest. So it means choiciest over there. Because you remove these parts of the animal to bring them as a carbon tashem. They're called the chilev. Because what you give to Hashem is supposed to be the best. And therefore, the calls it chilev. The We even find regarding turmas meiser, which is either oil, wine, or, 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 or grain. 
When you remove the choiciest part. So it's called chalev in terms of the choiciest, not, not hilchis chalev. Therefore, the tail is not chalev, you can eat it. But the reality, you're giving over to the mispeach, a dover osr, that's an osr for you. The chalev, no. you're not allowed to eat it. It's all sign. The chalev, the fat of the tail of the sheep? No, they're talking about the chalev that surrounds the organs. Those have to go on the mezbeach. We're not learning chizkevarnas now. One second. All we're saying is that the chalev of the tail is not osr mitzvah 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 chalev. You say it's the choicest. It's all sign. Even though the Torah uses lashon chalev regarding the tail, tail of the lamb, if you want to barbecue and eat, get eskizum to hate. No problem. Vav. Chalev shalak mecha shalak mecha kaisis. The chalev, I wish I had the, 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 on a project, I could show the pictures over here, but uh, anyway, I put it in the show WhatsApp. If you can't open your phone and, look and, and pull it out, you'll see these pictures over here. The chalev shalak mecha the chalev, which is on the, the cow is four stomachs. And uh, over here he calls meches, meses, the stomach, which is the abdominal. Shabbos akresis, and the other stomach, um, the digestive part, hu achelev shalakerev, and that is the chelev, sorry, on the gut, I'm sorry. The chelev the chelev, which is on the digestive organs. So this we said before in Halacha Hei, there's three forbidden chelevim, right? We said shalakerev, Shtei Kloyas, on the two kidneys, and shalak solim. So he clarifies, the chelev, which is on the kerev, is the chalev which is on the two stomachs called meches and besakaisis, or as he calls it here, a dominum in the gut. The chalev Now the chalev which is on the thigh, on the inside, the thigh joint. That's called the chalev on the ksalim, which is the third one of the three we said in the The fat on the ksalim, the sides, the, the flanks, as it's called in English. Um, um, there's also a fat on the stomach which is called the maw that part of the stomach which is bent like an arch it's also usr and there is a, a, like a ligament that extends from there uh, like, a, like a lobe that's that's not now the strands stemming from the chilev are usr however you're not chilev for them zayin which the meat covers that chilev is mutter. So, generally speaking, when we talk about chalev and the terror, like you said before, the, most of the chalev that are awesome at are the kind that if the animal's skin and hair was invisible or transparent, what you would see looking at the animal, that's usually the chalev that's awesome. If the meat covers, it's not awesome. So, chalev shabbat chalev is mutter. That's the chalev is mutter. Because that which is on top of the sides of pasuk is awesome. If it's inside, it's not awesome. And also, the chalev which is on top of the uh, the the kidneys is usher. Not the, but that was inside, inside the kidney is not usher. Nevertheless, a person is supposed to take out the white part of the kidney, which is a stickle fat of the kidney. Only afterwards should he eat it. However, he doesn't have to go and you know take out every kind of kind of trace. Apparently, told me that abundant, and you have to take out the basic part, the parts that are like the, the parts that go inside in the veins and all these things. That part apparently you don't have to like uh, root it out. You know, like a, like a weed. That's not necessary apparently. There are two ropes, two cords of fat of, in the Masnaim, the, the loin area. Near the top of the thigh. When the animal is alive, this 
uh, you can see it on top of the kishkas, on, on the intestines, which means it's usually not okay. Once it dies, that causes, I guess, the muscles to, to do something when it dies, and then the meat becomes uh, clinging to each other. This fat becomes covered. And it is not visible anymore because of the fact that the meat is touching each other. Excuse me, unless you uncover the meat from each other. Nevertheless, even though now it's covered, the animal's dead. That's not really called fat that the meat's covering it because it's only covering because the animal died. But the animal's alive, it's not covered. And generally speaking, when you find fat under the busser, and the meat covers it on all six sides, you can't see it unless you go and tear the meat. Again, we're talking about the animal's alive. The fact that it's covering it after it dies it doesn't help you. Tess. Chelev halev, the fat of the heart. The chelev hamayim, the fat of the small intestines. The hadak and the mufafin, which is the small intestine. Kulum mutarim, they're all mutar. Vareim kashuman shumutar, that's like shuman. Shuman also means fat, but shuman is fat which is permitted, as opposed to fat which is usur. Chutz mereish hamayish, with the exception of the top of the. Of the of the of the of the intestine that is next to the the cava, which means the stomach, and it's a part of the stomach called the maw in English, M A W. which is the beginning of the small intestine. That fat you have to take a scrape off. That part's also. This is when we determine the Gemara and the the fat which is on the thin or small intestine. That is what that's what this is. Some Goinim say when Ram says Goinim, he means anybody before him was after or in his, in his times, but after the Gemara. The term Rishayin wasn't around yet then. That the top of the intestine they have to scrape away. That we're saying here is Aser. That's the that's the colon where the where the feces gets 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 expelled. which is the end of the digestive part. So you have different machlekes in what exactly is this chelav shaladakin? This chelav on the small intestine. Okay. There are in the animal that we said this is this is chelav. Inside the animal itself, you also have besides chelav all kinds of strands or, or and, and 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 tissue or thin uh, thin skin, which is aser. Some we said already are also because they have a lot of blood and we can't really properly salt it. Any strand or membrane, thin, thin skin, which is also because the issue of eating blood. You have to first remove that, that vein and only afterwards salt the meat. And afterwards cook the meat, as you said. If, however, this is this halacha should have been in, uh, in, in yesterday's parak, if you. But he says, Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. If he cuts. That's right, we did mention it again in the neck, yeah. If he cuts it out and salts it, you don't have to actually take it away if you cut, it, cut the vein open. Similarly, if you want to roast it, you don't have to, you don't have to take, it, take it out. You know, it's even apparently. Um, yeah, okay. The the uh, no, according to Ram, you have to salt it anyways if you're roasting it. So it's, it's irrelevant. Roasting or cooking in water, either way, if you cut the vein open, that's that's sufficient. If you're not going to cut it open, you have to take it out. And then only, only afterwards can you salt it. However, if it's a thin skin or a, mem- or a tissue, which is usur because of this of chalev, whether you plan on roasting or cooking it, you have to remove it. It's not negeya whether or not you're gonna you, you can't there's no option of cutting it open and salting it. You have to take it out because it's chelav. Salting is for blood, not for chelav. You have five strands of tissue on the sides of the animal. It's called the flanks. 
flanking. You have three on the right, two on the left. And again, there's a picture of this in the, uh, in, 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 the in the thing I sent over there. In the uh, okay, it's good. So you have these these uh, these uh, these five, three on the right, two on the left. The three on the right side, each one of them splits off into two. That's six total. Three times two is six. The two on the left side, each one becomes into three. That's also six. Two times three is six. All not because of These strands are coming out of the kidney, excuse me, the spleen. And the strands by the flanks, also because of chelav. And the thin membrane which is on the spleen, the thin membrane, the thin skin on the flanks, and the thin skin on top of the kidney, all also because of chelif. The skin on the thick part of the spleen, in other words, the other ones, Ramam says, also, apparently it's not Chiyiv Karas. It's either just a lava or the Rabbanon. But the thin skin on the actual thick part of the spleen, that's a Chiyiv Karas. Ashara Krim, all the other thin skins, are also their Asr, the Ein Chayav and Love. However, you're not Chayav and Atari for them. Yud Beis. Shnei Krim, Asiyesh, Nikolya. The kidney has two thin skins, two membranes. Ha'ayin, the higher one, Chayav and Love Karas, is Chayav Karas reading it. Chayav Shakulya, just like the thin skin of the kidney itself. Uh, excuse me, just, just, just like the fat of the kidney itself, which you said is also manatariah, of course. So the kid, the fat in the kidney and the thin skin on top of the kidney, the higher layer is a chiv kars. Fatach, then the lower layer, the one close to the kidney, that's like all the med- other regular thin skins, membranes. The chut nishabahen and all the strands of, of tissue, asun lar asur, ve'em hen kars, there's no chiv kars. Chut the strands of the, 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 the strings, the strands that are coming out of the heart. Chut and the ones in the front legs. V'chut and the ones that are, that are the, 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 the ones that are at the spinal, at the end of the spinal cord, by the back. V'chut and the ones that are on the lower jaw. on either side of the tongue. and the the uh, strands that are by the small intestine. which is inside the fat of the small intestine. Kamei looks like a spider web. on each side. Um, I think Zev is, yeah, okay. Uh, or, sorry, excuse me. They're, they're, they're interwoven like spiderwebs inside each other. And the membrane on the brain inside the skull. There's a term for that. I forgot what it's called. And the thin skin of the testicles. That's all also because of dam, not because of chelev. And that means if you take it out or you cut it open, you could salt it in its motor, apparently, based on what we said earlier. The testicles of a goat or a lamb, they're not three days old yet. You can cook them without peeling it because that's not, there's no blood there yet. They're too young. Once it's already three days old, if you see red veins or red, red tissue in the, on the testicle, then we know the blood came there already in that stage of development. Until you peel it away, or you cut it open carefully and salt it, as we said. However, if, even though it's 30 days old or more, but you don't yet see the red, the red the tissue on that part of the body, it's mutter. Because we don't, the blood, there's no blood yet. Any intestine that the food it processes the food the food passes through it there's no blood there again the Ramam holds that the actual material of the intestine doesn't have blood in it according to the Ramam 
Okay. You test Zion. Yidol, it seems to me, which of course Rama means that he doesn't have a mark in Gemara, but it's Rama's uh, deduction. She called Eidu, all these different types of strands and tissues. They're all only Midarabonon, not Midarabonon. Oh, so before I was saying how when it says also, I assume that it's Midarabonon, but if it's Midarabonon, the Rama is saying it's Midarabonon, in his opinion. If you want to argue with me and say that they are Midaraisa, the Chlal Kochel V'chodam, in the category of Chel V'chodam, whichever one it is, you have to at least agree that with me that ain't like an alayim elamishim makas madas that the malga she get is not mitzvah. It's only midarabonim. You can chatishir. It's similar to the chatishir. She also mitzvah. If you like love, if you eat a half a kazayis of pig meat chas v'shalom, it's isderaisa. But you know not chay malka. So same thing over here with these types of membranes and tissues. Okay, yudches ein moilchin chalav miabaser. You're not allowed to salt meat. Okay, so this is, I think, is the end of all the <laughs> all, all the veterinarian part. Okay, you're not allowed to salt meat with the chilav. You'll say, I'll salt the meat. I'll move the chilav afterwards. You're not allowed to do that. You first must take the chilav out. You know, nor should you wash it with the meat and the forbidden chilav together, because again, it might make the taste of the chilav go into the meat. The sack and shechadach b'chilavim, the knife they used to cut the fat to cut it off the animal, I guess, or even to cut it into pieces, you give it to a dog. You shouldn't cut flesh with it. Because, again, it has some tam or, or some uh, residue of the Isr Chalif. And the Kali used to wash the fats. Unless you're going to wash them to give them to a guy or to an animal. You shouldn't wash meat in it for the same reason. Therefore, Tzarech HaTabach, a butcher, has to have, has to have three knives. Again, the back then a butcher was able to trust the shech his own meat. So, one you use to shech the, the cow. One to cut the meat. We said in yesterday's parak, you should not use the same knife to shech the animal and to slice the meat because it has blood in it. And a third knife that which you cut the forbidden fats. If it is the custom in that place that the butcher washed. When he cuts the with the second knife, the Hopefully he cuts the chayv away first. No, that's, that's what he's using the third knife for. Doesn't mean oh, three knives. Doesn't mean in order. It means you have three knives. Which order are you going to do it? Obviously, you shech first. Afterwards, you can either either cut the meat in pieces, and when you get to the chayv, you remove it, or first remove the chayv and then cut the rest of it up. It's not that's not. You can't use the same knife for removing the chayv and cutting the meat. Correct. Correct. So, but the question is, which order you do? I use knife. I can use knife number three to cut the meat up. It, it makes sense. And then knife number. If you're, if, you're, if you're cutting the meat before the chalavs are moved. Ah, okay. No, so then you're going to, right. If you're cutting that part of the animal. Correct, yeah. That's, that, that you're going to end up uh, oh, but, mixing but the chalavs. But I yeah. yeah. What he's saying is cut, cut the pieces that doesn't have the chalavs. Right. Okay, but the point is that you can't use the knife for both. Yeah, yeah. Now, why can't you, uh, well, a knife you might use it, be used, but a kali, you'll first wash the forbidden fat, the meat, kosher meat, then wash the chalavs afterwards. No, because you, you can do it in the reverse, so that's why not. If it's the custom in that place, that the butcher washes the meat in the store, you have to have two kalim of water. One, you wash the meat, and one to wash the forbidden fat. I just said now, the reason, because if you only have one, you might do it in the wrong order, and you're going to have the time of chalavs in the meat. Okay, you test. You're not allowed to spread the the aksalim, which is on the meat to look make it look impressive. Even though before the guy buys it, you're gonna take it off. Because we're worried 
The outer thin layer of skin on the chilev, the outer layer of the chilev is very thin. It's going to melt easily in the hands of the butcher with the warmth of his hand. It's going to flow in and get absorbed in the meat, which is, not a, which is a problem. All these things are also to do with Yimnas. If he did it, the bus does not become usher because we assume that the tam does not get absorbed in a permanent way. If you wash it off, that's, that's the solution to that. You don't give him malchus for doing this. So we tell him not to do so. You don't salt the meat until you remove, besides the chilev, also the, the thin skins and the strands and the tissue. That's awesome. If you salted it with those things, you can take it off after you salted it, and it's motor. Even if it was gidanasha there, which is also matayda, excuse me, you could remove it after you cooked it, after you salted it, even though you should do it before you did it. And once you remove the gidanasha, you can cook the, you cook, cook everything together. I what he said before that you shouldn't be salting the thing while you shouldn't. But if you did, the meat's not usher. If you salt it with chaylev, it's, it's a big problem. Because that's Tam Isha Maj. Well, uh, uh, this is less than. Right. Which according to Ramam is Rabbanon. It's according to Ramam is Rabbanon. Even though he says that if it's a man of Tayra, you're not Chayyim Malkus, then Lachari, you should be more macho than this. But apparently Ramam holds Vika that it's a man of Tayra. Therefore, if you, if you salted it, Bidiyev, it's still kosher. The butcher who is the nowadays you have one, one guy who shechs me, one guy who takes out the chelav or does the nikur, which is called taking out the chelav and the ganasha. But the, the butcher he he uh, does his own shchita and he does his own cleaning. In other words, he takes out the chelav. And if someone comes and buys a piece of meat and then shows the rav that there is a problematic uh, strand or problematic uh, 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 or thin skin there. We teach him and guard and caution him. Shall be to be more careful with the, not to not to take his lightly. Even if If you find if it was at least the size of a barley, but was not a kezayis, say we fire him. If it's the size of a kezayis, even if it's a kezayis, like not in one place, it's a quarter of kezayis here, quarter kezayis there, but together it's a kezayis. We give him malchus and then then we fire him. Because the tabach is trust regarding fat. If we're relying on him, then he has to take his job seriously. And if he doesn't, he deserves this punishment. I heard, I heard people that work in uh, Postville, they 